0: Welcome to Profiling Criminal Minds. I'm Dan. And I'm Sheila. And we are back, as promised, to talk about the book Killing Floor and the differences between it and Reacher. And uh, just talk about the, the whole Reacher phenomenon generally. And I gotta say, uh, the differences part ain't gonna take us too long.
1: Well, no, <laughs> they are they are
0: interesting. But there's damn few of them.
1: Yeah, well, they took. Um, I mean the major difference right is, is is in Charlie
2: yeah
1: Um, that they bring up I mean she becomes much more a part and she becomes the vehicle for exposition yes. of yes. a lot of the plot yes
0: yeah. she's much more uh, involved than she was in the TV show
1: you know and in the book both she and Roscoe and the children have been in that warehouse
2: yeah,
1: um, packaging money the whole yeah. time.
2: Yeah, you know, Picard,
1: Picard just took them straight there in the book.
2: Yeah. They don't
0: have that like uh, step away part, the, the mid part between.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, and it, it is interesting to see and they cut down
0: a lot on the barbershop stuff. Like, yep. there's, I think they did a really... Oh, um, good almost all the barbershop stuff is missing, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's interesting, because they leave the barbershop in, but they leave out the part where the barbershop is crucial to him figuring out what's going on in the town. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting, because it's a really good, in the book, it's actually a really good set of scenes where he talks to the guy, and the guy talks about how he's getting a grand a week. You know? Yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, that's completely left out of the show. Yeah. I mean, they're all making a minimum of $52,000 a year. And it's like, okay, well, now I completely understand why this whole town will let Kleiner do whatever it wants. If everybody in the town is getting paid $50,000 a year, you know, rain or shine to just keep their houses clean and keep their businesses clean. Yeah. You know? You know,
2: that's, a that's a hell of a, a good week. deal.
1: Yeah. And so, uh, plus, I mean, you miss all of the subtlety of the character, Re- Richard. Yes. This, it, you know, I mean, the barbershop thing, of course, is the sister. Because there is this subline going through it. He still wants to find out about Blind Blake.
0: Yep. You and know. the sister who
2: sang with Blind Blake.
1: Yeah. And, um, and how he was killed. Yeah. And uh, how that plays into all of it. How like,
0: there's this parallel mystery in the background that happened 60 years ago, you know?
1: Yeah. And it, in the book, it really does add a massive dimension to Reacher. Yeah. And, and I yes. think
0: they thought that because they're doing all of the flashbacks, they didn't need that on the show. But I don't know that they were right. I don't know.
1: Here's here's the here's the okay. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things. What we're going to talk about is first of all, we're both agreed that they did a wonderful job of adapting. I think they did the an exceptional.
0: I think they did an wow. exceptional job of adapting the book. Like it is incredible. Like I would read the book so long before I saw the show that I didn't remember the specific details. And I'm like, except for the fact that in the book, uh, he and Roscoe are banging basically the moment they meet. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it's that kind of book, because uh, it's a men's adventure novel. Uh, right? Well, uh, no, no and... but other than that, that's like the big change in the whole first half of the book. The whole first half of the book and the whole
2: first half of the show are basically identical. Yes. Yeah.
1: But the very fact that they end up, you know, like there's that whole subplot. But it kind of has to go, and that will get us to a, another issue later on. Yeah. But what happens in the book, this is his first test of whether or not he is going to be a hobo. Yes. For the rest of his
0: life. Yeah, he's just been gone for six months.
1: Yeah, he's only out of the military six months. Yeah. And, um, you know, but here's the, when you talk about the show. And that is the first thing I noticed because I put what I did was I put sticky tapes and uh, sticky notes in my book. Yeah. I also, you know, and I've been reading. I read. I'm reading another book. Now. Did you move on to and Die, die
2: Trying or? Pardon. Die I Trying is the second book.
1: Yes. Okay. Okay, and I'm but I'm reading later books, oh. and so the fact that they're going to bring Neely back. Yeah, she's in the later books.
2: Okay, um,
0: okay. Yeah, that's the biggest. I mean, and she's not a big part of the show. No, but it's a nice addition, and they're oh. setting her up for how they're going to use her later on in this.
1: Well, and it's okay. Yeah, because that's how basically she did does show up periodically. Yeah, throughout. And this one book that I have, which is from about ten years ago, and for some reason I hadn't read it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, she's in that. Gotcha. You know. So whenever he gets stuck and he ever gets he's into got a, this friend he I can know, call. call. Yeah. Yeah, and there's an explanation about why they've never gotten together in this book. Right. But that's a whole other
2: a whole other conversation.
1: Yeah, but I think the killing floor set it up. Now, here's the issue. Please. Is that when we were doing the T V series we talked about whether or not he is coded as, as high-functioning autistic.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? What they used to call, what, as Asperger's? Yeah,
2: Asperger's. They still call it Asperger's.
1: Yeah, high-functioning Asperger's. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that is more a function. Like, there are a few little things, right, that I could not, I could put sticky tapes on. Yeah. Sticky notes on, right? A couple of just. Couple of different pages here and there. Yeah, and say, okay, yeah, that's why you would do this if you were thinking, but you don't notice it in the book because in the book, of course, you have his interior. It's monologue. first
0: person, exactly.
1: And you have him working things out. Now yeah. he works things out in an extraordinarily methodolo- methodological yeah. manner, um, and he everything he has, is
0: this series. It's 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 as you say. Everything is a series of steps for him.
1: Yes. And he works all of these things out. And, but he also explains, you know, that sometimes his brother, sometimes his father, his parents never, you know, ever blamed him for anything. Yeah. Um, or his brother. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think that what happens is that he, first of all, he's military. So it's not obvious in the books the way that when you don't have that interior dialogue and you don't have and here's the key, you don't have his relationship with Roscoe no in the in the um in the t v show no right you just don't have that relationship, so consequently you are left with someone. Who, yes, you can say is being coded autistic, yeah, and yeah. Um, or whatever we want to call it, yeah, Asperger's high not, functioning,
0: functioning autism, however you want to call it, that's yeah. that is one hundred percent how he's coded in the show.
1: It 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 would appear to be. Now the other thing is is that uh, Lee Child, yeah, it come out with something five or six years ago. On the internet, and I forgot to look it up because I kind of forgot we were going to do this, and then I thought <laughs> we were fine. going to do this. I should have called you yesterday to make sure we were going to do totally this. Totally up You know,
0: um, you're a busy one.
1: That he says that it is. He can see why uh, he appears at times to be autistic. Like right. he is very, very structured, and he is always working. But it is a weird. When you look at it in the books, you can see it. Yeah. Why, once you take away emotional relationships, period.
2: Yep.
1: Right? He's He he looks more like, in the books, he looks more like a man who's been alone all his life and is set in his ways.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? That's what he looks like in the books. He's just kind of set in his ways, but he can be shaken up and it can move be moved out of his ways. And that's what Roscoe gives him yes, in yeah. the first book. Yes, is that part of it? Plus, oh, the other thing, of course, we miss is the lengthy stakeout. Yes, and the and the killing of the two um, Colombians.
0: No, that's in the that's in the show, and not
1: the way it is in the book. Well, so. no,
0: no, but it's very
1: similar.
2: Yeah, yeah, it you just know, takes
0: but, a lot longer in the uh, in the book. In the book, he, there's that wonderful scene where he's like he knows like he tricks them into looking in the wrong place. And he's like, now my job is to just sit here until they get bored and frustrated because when they're bored and frustrated and think it's over, that's when they'll be vulnerable.
2: Yeah. So he just sits there
0: forever waiting for them. And it's a great scene. It it is a great scene.
1: Yeah. And, and, and you can't really do that. And that's one of those scenes, the very fact that he could actually sit and wait, except that he can't do the sniper thing. He says he can't, he couldn't stand that days and days of just waiting.
0: He says waiting's a skill, but you know, waiting for a week, that's a whole other conversation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like there are, there are some very interesting things in the book and I can see why they were all pulled out of the show, the, uh, the show because after all, we did listen to his interview with Michael Rosenbaum. Yeah
0: fantastic interview
1: <laughs> and and everybody has to go and listen to that we should i've been kind of sending Yeah no we'll out. we'll
0: put a link in this episode to the Michael Rosenbaum in, interview but it's like it's it's an amazing interview like he yep. comes across there's there's so much you find out about him like the production of the show stuff is very fascinating and let's face it the hell this man went through to play Jack <laughs> Reacher is is shocking well, and the thing that...
1: I, and you can see it once you've listened to that. You when you can go see back so and I'm watch it, you're like, it. okay, I see what he was talking about right away. Right right away. And you know? the, problem, the problem was is that there were financial issues yeah. and yeah. there were time constraints and they'd had problems, I guess, figuring out who was, you know, who was going to do what or who was going to play the lead. It took him a while.
0: Well, and that's the part that fascinated me that they're like... They did his, uh, what do you call it? They did his... um, uh, Audition. His audition. And like, is this really going to be the guy? Let's look like... Because they wanted someone famous for the part. Because Alan Richson, I mean, as we've said, he's he's dead right for the part. He ain't famous. No, he was Aquaman
1: and Superman. Yeah,
0: he was Aquaman on Smallville. You know? Like, not even on the modern shows. He was Aquaman on Smallville. You know, and, ten years ago, and he was yeah, only on it story. like four times. Oh, yeah. the story about him becoming Aquaman and then building a show and then giving it to the guy who would go on to play Green Arrow instead because he had just because he was popular from just having been on like Days of Our Lives. Damn. Oh yeah, the poor guy. I know. You know?
1: And and his discussion of his uh bipolar. Oh,
0: the bipolar. I mean, we're not even going to get into it here, but it's it's <laughs> co- so compelling.
1: And it, it and and as his when he came home from the doctor because he told the doctor no of course I'm not I'm just sitting here watching this and going oh I've heard this before
2: I know all I know. of this right
1: and then he goes home and he says to his wife well the doctor thinks I'm bipolar she says duh. <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: oh, yeah what was your first clue <laughs> right. Right? No, it's, it's an amazing interview. Like, if we start <laughs> yeah. talking about the interview, we're just going to recap the whole interview. Everyone needs to go and listen. Michael Rosenbaum yeah. is an incredibly talented interviewer. Yes. Like, he really is. And the stuff he gets out of Alan Richson is just incredible. He is so good at A, letting people talk and B, like, yeah. picking out the most important part of what somebody said and just digging in on it. Well, have you heard the one with Mark Shepard? Yes.
1: More than one, he I think he's done more than one. I've only heard one, but it was fantastic. The latest one with Mark Shepard is really, really good. And it, and as far as a mental health post podcast, it is it is a brilliant like it it manages to put together. I put it on my Facebook page. I want everybody to listen to this. I mean, it's his main focus
0: as a podcast. Like, it's the thing that he considers that, like, is most important for him to do as a podcast is to put mental health at the forefront of every conversation he has. Yeah.
1: Because, and every, and, and he's able to do it and keep you interested because he's talking to
2: these these celebrities, celebrities.
1: people that he knows, Mm -hmm. and then people who were in like horror movies. Like, he doesn't just
0: pick you know the oh yeah no no it's it's genre celebrities it's celebrities you're excited to hear from who worked on projects you're excited to hear about
1: yeah for all for all of us geeks who have all had mental health issues <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know we've all had and if you don't you recognize things in other people like this podcast i i this it's re- called Richard, inside
0: of you with michael rosenbaum there's going to be a link in the description of this episode check it out it's available wherever you find podcasts it's Truly. Like it is a it is an inter it is a celebrity interview podcast, but at the same time, it is yeah. also a mental health podcast and it's a magnificent mental health yeah.
1: podcast. Yeah. And it is, um they they have a relationship with online mental health yeah. providers. Yeah. And exactly. actually they've used them. I mean, one of the producers is still using
0: The online mental health people. Yeah. And, and, and
1: and mattresses.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, of course, mattresses. Everybody in the podcast world is selling mattresses. That's just, that's just a fact.
1: As long as it's not the pillow guy, I'm okay with (laughs) it.
0: (laughs) Oh, one of my, uh, yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite podcast jokes about that a lot. Mattresses or meal kits. That's what everybody sells. Yeah. Well,
1: and he doesn't do the other because it's again, an interest in sleep.
0: Yeah. It's a
1: key issue for mental health. It is getting That's your, getting a, your eight hours.
0: It's
2: vitally there important.
1: Is a, yeah. There is a consistency to this podcast. I was, I was yeah. blown away by the one with, uh, Alan Richson. Alan Richardson.
0: Richardson, Yeah. Richard. But then you go and you hear and, the other ones and you're like, wow.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a couple there that like Katie, whatever from some horror thing. I, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, yeah, I it was good, but it was not the Mark Shepherds of course.
0: Yeah. Are quite good. If you um, want to be really fascinated, uh he's he's talked to the star of Smallville a bunch because of course they were co-stars for 8 years. Yeah. And yeah. every single one of those episodes is just gold. If you want yeah. the real the real good stuff, every single episode where he's talking to Tom Welling is just yeah. magnificent. Like they are they they're such great friends but there's so much to dig in on in Tom Welling's life. Oh, well. Uh, I was yeah, I th- blown away.
1: I think that, and he's friends, I guess, with Jared and
0: whatever from Superman. Yeah, he's buddies with them. Jensen yeah. and oh. uh, yeah, Jared. And what was the other one? Uh, the other one that was so good was, oh, um, I'm blanking on his name. You know, Superman Returns Superman. The guy from the 2005 Superman Returns movie, he's oh, on shoot. Yeah, and he he would go on to be on Arrow and on um Guard uh Legends of Tomorrow. We we both know who I'm talking about.
1: Yes, yes, and I love
0: yeah. I love
1: my Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, I know, and,
0: and he's great oh. on it. But yeah, his his episode with <laughs> the Atom is just it's magnificent. Like it's it's kind of an incredible episode and I'm not going to tell you why because I'm not I don't want to spoil anything, but no. prepare to be really blown away. Like I'm sure okay, you love me. him from Legends of Tomorrow, but when you hear this, you'd be like this guy's incredible.
1: You know, geeks unite.
0: Yeah, right. All right. But anyway, back to, take over uh, the back,
1: back to back Richard. Back to Richard. Back
0: yes. yeah, to It's just, it's a really great podcast. I know we're just advertising someone else's podcast here, but <laughs> the, the layers that you get out of listening to it, it's, yeah. are just fantastic. Well, and I mean, um, you know, I love community and, yes. uh, the show community. And a fun fact is casting community, it was down to him or, uh Joel McHale, like he oh. was the top two of who the network was going to decide was the star of Community, so he was almost the like Michael Rosenbaum was almost the star of Community, Uh and he, so he had Joel McHale on to like talk about it, and that's another fantastic episode. I like, get true. Has he ever talked? Has he ever talked to Jane Moore? I don't know. I should check. Yeah, I haven't. That's I haven't seen an episode with Jay Moore. But I, I haven't checked did. the entire. Episode. All right. So yeah, um, okay. one thing that's true in the book and the show, uh, that is kind of frustrating because you're just like, I wonder, cause I wonder if they handled it better in the book is, and you can say that it's just cause Finley's known him so long and things like that. It really should have been more clear to them that Picard was evil. <laughs> like there's no excuse for not figuring this out faster, guys. You know, uh, well, in the, in the, everything Picard finds out, the bad guy finds out, and any bad guys find out, and anything
2: Picard doesn't know about, they don't know about. Okay. Now here, here, okay. Here's the issue. Yeah. In the book,
1: you cannot say that, that Reacher hasn't figured some of this stuff out already. Right. But, or, or is starting to figure. He's already figured there's somebody. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's kind of, because he constantly asks, Fiddler, do you trust this guy? Yeah. In the book, but Reacher doesn't do, like Reacher in the book, and this goes to this idea of Asperger's, yeah. right? Is that he gets focused in one area. And he has a timeline for things, and other things are off to the side,
0: yeah, and so he does not and, he does not put the thought into yeah this those guy things that he
1: this is the key this is the key thing that we have to take care of,
0: yeah, right, and then and everything you, else is secondary until that's dealt with
1: yeah, and I really miss the uh you know when they go what, well, okay, here's something else that's missing is when they tie Fingley to the the chair inside. You know, yeah. Bruce, um, and, and how they, they ram how our, our accountant rams his truck through the, or rams his Bentley through the door. Yeah. Right. And the whole thing, like you get some of that, but Rich is doing that. Whereas it's like the like it, it's more nuanced in the book. Absolutely. But it, but everything that is supposed to happen happens. It just has to change at times.
2: They have just tweaked it here and there.
1: They've tweeted here and there. Well, yes, because it had to be done, what, in eight episodes? Yeah. And they were had time constraints, and they had all
0: sorts When of you find out that basically the deal was, um, they had sold the show, right? But, you know, it's based on tax credits for the various different territories the show was being purchased by. Right. So they're selling the show all over the world. And so they're co producing it with companies all over the world. And they were in this position where it took them so long to cast Reacher. They only had like three months to shoot the entire show, or the tax credits in these various countries would expire and they were going to have to reapply for the tax credits.
1: Yeah. It was, it was, uh, it was a kind of a nightmare thing in terms of how many hours he had to work. They wanted him working seven days a week. Yeah. Just go listen to the podcast. Yeah,
2: it's incredible. I'm all about it. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, right, but Findlay is—it's a different thing. He was wrecked because his wife died in the show. Right, his wife died had died. What you don't get in the show that you get in the book, yeah. Right, is the fact that he is a complete and total wreck. Yeah. And that when he goes down because they like they do ask, Well, how did you get you're you're not becoming police chief, so therefore you're okay. Yeah. That's reach your line. But what you don't get is, so how the hell did he get hired in the first place? Yeah. And it turns out, of course, that he had gone down there to do the interview and he was a complete basket case.
0: Yeah. And they thought, Oh great, Perfect. Oh great,
1: this is a dummy.
0: This is this a bad case and a dummy. He's not going to be any threat to our operation. He That's can barely exactly. he can barely, you know, focus on a conversation. Yeah, because he quit smoking. Yeah. Well, no, quit smoking well. and he doesn't his, he's lost his wife and he's quit smoking. So he's a complete yeah. mess. Yeah, and they had no idea who they were hiring. No, they had no idea who they were hiring. Yeah. And so um Yeah, no, you're right. That is a great that is a great detail, and it's too bad the show missed that.
1: Yeah. And, and the, and the, that's the one thing that I wish had been in there because it sort of explains how it, it, it was too fast. Like in the book, it makes more sense that it takes them longer to figure out about Picard. Yes. The book makes more sense in the, because they're compressing the show, Right, you've got this you've got this bizarre problem of it does look like they should have figured it out sooner. Yeah. Uh but they have to have all I would assume they need to have Kristen Kirk
2: uh Kristen Kirk. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Kristen Kirk uh do do a little bit more. And it, it, it was useful. Oh totally. They filmed obviously in Canada.
0: I'm oh no, they filmed it right outside of Toronto.
1: Yeah. So um, you know, and I guess she's based pretty much in Canada now. I think so.
0: She's doing a Canadian TV show, wouldn't surprise me if she's still in Canada. Uh, well,
1: and, yeah, and uh and she does have that uh it's it's inter it's interesting. Anyway, no, we're getting off, but Richard was so you know, you can s- see some of the problems and we talked a little bit about some of it. Yeah. And there are things in the book, but I don't fault that that I wish had been in, they'd managed somewhere. But I'm sitting here going, no, we need another two episodes.
0: To get all of it, yeah.
1: To, to, to sort of, if you're going to do that, right, you're going to need these other two episodes, right? Because you have the whole thing at the cabin and where they're at the safe house. Well, of course, that never happens in the book because they're not at the safe house.
2: Yeah.
0: No, they've completely changed that part around.
1: Yeah, that was completely changed. It works. Oh, it, yeah. You know, it works. It's There's not a problem. It's not a complaint. It works perfectly. And I'm glad that neither you nor I went and read the book
0: yeah. before we watched
1: Rewatched it. watched
0: the show, totally.
1: Because this stuff
0: yeah. would have been in our head, and we might have been more critical.
1: Yeah, we might have been more critical.
0: And reading it afterwards, I'm going, okay. Because yeah, you got to enjoy the show. And then you're like, oh, okay, I see what they could have done. Yeah. And I, to me, the only big thing
1: is, is the Finley line and it could have,
0: you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a weird thing for them to drop because it's yeah. such a great moment for the character and Reacher, right? Mm-hmm. Like for their relationship and this, and Finley's understanding and snapping him out of, you know, what a mess he was. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's a great moment, but yeah. I, I guess they just thought they didn't need it, which, you know. I mean it's their show but I I would have appreciated. What was the other yeah, Oh. That, well, yes. I'll tell you one thing they did change that was a bit that was for the better. Uh there <laughs> was a lot for the better. Um, yeah. Uh and it, and it's just like uh I think Lee Child not really understanding stuff about uh like trying to ramp things up and not really understanding something about how America works because uh in the show they had, you know, they had had the cotton operation running down in New Or, um, in New Orleans, oh, not New Orleans. Well, where was Tennessee, or where was the first operation where they were doing the bleaching and they destroyed all the, the wildlife? Wherever it the was. first operation was, right? So they it had it affected. there, right? It was in, um, not in Mississippi, I think. Maybe in Miss, right? All right, and so in because the show, that's how they New find, out, yeah, and that's how they find out about, uh, yeah, exactly, because it was just up the river from New Orleans. Yeah, so it must have been Mississippi, uh, but anyway. Uh So that's how they find out. You know, going back and finding out about that is how they figure out that the FBI was corrupt and they find out about Picard's part. Right? Yeah. Uh, when you're watching the show. And because they had killed the EPA investigator. And when you're reading the book, you're like, uh, the EPA s- uh, sent down six investigators to look into this thing. And all of them were murdered execution <laughs> style. And I'm like, ah! Uh, and then this one detective looked at it. And he couldn't figure it out, and so he sent the files to Gray, and that's what gr- let Gray figure everything out. And I'm like, okay, Lee Child, do you not understand the res like the federal government response that would happen if six government agents were executed, like were murdered execution style in a week in a week or two, <laughs> all because they were investing some company, investigating some company, yeah. Nothing like that has ever happened in the history of America. Like, two FBI agents got killed by the, by the Native Liberation movie, movement back in the 70s, and they're Church. still talking about it. Yeah, and Leonard Pelche still in jail. And Leonard Pelche still in jail. So, no. Like, the <laughs> idea that one guy got killed, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Right? And you can get it. Like, the show really fixed that. I had forgotten that detail from the book, and I'm like, oh, hell no.
1: Well, yeah, but remember there is no planet under funny.
0: which the FBI would have let that go because one, like, one team of agents said, well, no use looking any, into this any further. It's six government agents. Yes. No,
1: and, but that is because Lee, Lee Child doesn't yes, understand that part
0: of uh, America's obsession with, you know, their love of, uh how do I put this delicately? The incredibly prominent role that revenge plays in policing in America. Well, I think that there's a whole, yeah,
1: there's a whole thing. I mean, he can, when he first, like he starts to correct some of that, some of those Britishisms. Yeah. And when you read the books, right. It's so funny, right. That sometimes you can just tell he's British. Still there's word usage that, I think most people slide over, right? And I'm just going, but, you know, the idea of America as the Wild West and that you can kill anybody you want and all of those sorts of stuff would probably have figured into his structuring that. whole
0: worldview about what America is.
1: Yeah, rather than the other. So, yes, they can fix certain
2: things.
0: But, yeah, you you can't just go around killing FBI agents. That's just not something... That anyone EPA has agents. ever go- or even EPA agents it's just not something anyone has ever gotten away with like okay every now and then uh like i, th- I remember that famous story that um a ge- like you know a state geologist got murdered in like upstate california because the pot growers assume, like basically he found a pot grow operation they assumed he was a federal agent and they shot him and yeah. nobody really looked into it uh, and nobody ever found the body. And so that kind of stuff does happen. But the thing is, had it actually been an FBI agent, they might have looked it into it a lot more closely than they did. And if you executed six people, no, that's, that's getting taken care of. Yes. Yeah. Like 100% so, that's getting yeah, taken and, care of. Yeah.
1: And, and that is, I think, um, sure, it's a flaw. Like they, they it's were. It's not a
0: big, it's not a big, I'm not going to yeah. claim it's a big problem with the show, the book. But it it is a good example of something that they did fix in the book. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: you know, he lives in the States now.
0: Yes. Oh, he does?
1: Yeah. Uh, I guess, you know.
0: Well, I mean, come on. He created Jack Reacher. He's got to move to the States at some point.
1: At some point, and his right. wife is an American, and um, I'm sure the tax situation in uh, Britain is, always plays a
0: role for these guys. even oh The God. Rolling Stones and the Beatles and the rest of it. Well, it's funny, right? When I was watching... Not uh, Abba!
1: Not, not Sweet! Abba, no,
0: no, they take it seriously. Weeds don't do that. No. Uh, well, not all of them. that.
1: Roxette.
0: uh One thing that I found kind of compelling and uh, interesting when I was reading it is Oh my god, the naivete of pre 9 America. You oh know? I know. Like, cause he's all talking about the peace dividend and like what is, what is the army supposed to do now that the Cold War is over? And I'm like, oh, you poor baby, they're gonna make up another Cold War. <laughs> you think yeah. the you think the arms companies are gonna let there not be a Cold War? Yeah.
1: Okay, here's what's fascinating we we're talking a little bit more about the books i don't know if they're
0: gonna do night school um well, that's i'm a not... good i don't think they can do night school unless like no, it's think... set in the present like they'd have to completely rewrite it because it's very no. much a you know a book about the 90s
1: well not not only that but he's talking about the past yeah well it's a flashback
0: I... so he's younger he's still the got whole... his job yeah. And he just like like the the setup for the book is that he's just back from murdering a bunch of guys in Bosnia. Yep. Yeah.
2: You know?
1: Well, it's an inter no, it's an interesting book. I haven't I it's been a long time since I've read this one. Yeah. I've almost forgotten. That that's part of the problem with Richard yeah. books. <laughs> You can read them again
0: because you kind of. Oh, yeah, I mean, they're popcorn. They're fun popcorn. It's not yeah, like they're that. fun popcorn. You don't put them in your long term memory. Yeah, it's not like they're full of like these important issues you have to noodle over. It's not like I'm reading, you know, it's not like when I'm reading Foucault's Pendulum and having my entire worldview shifted. It. It's a Jack Reacher <laughs> book. There's some bad guys and then he kills them. The end. That's,
1: you know, it's, it's Clint Eastwood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The man with no name except he has a name,
2: but no middle name.
0: Yes. No middle name. And uh, and he's not, uh, and he's just named Jack. He's not John, short for Jack. He's just named Jack. Yeah, and his I've never brother was Joe, well. not short for Joseph, just Joe.
1: I never understood how Jack is short for
0: John. Never made a lick of sense to me. Nah, 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 nah. Still. Like, I <laughs> can get Jim out of James. How yes. do you get Jack out of John? Yeah. You can get Joe out of
2: Joseph, but Jack out of John. No.
0: Like, where, where is that coming you can, from? You can see John out of Jonathan. Oh, of course. And Jonathan does come out of Jonathan. but uh, okay. John does come out of Jonathan, but Jack? No. Yeah. I don't what? understand that. No. It's, anyway. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting because it's a well-written book. And basically, here is the only thing that the, uh, you know, the screenwriters had to do. They just cut down the dial. Because yeah. every scene in the book is they talk through the part of the case they're currently on. And that's every scene in the book. He goes to meet somebody. He talks through the case. Uh, right? He talks through the case. And then we move on. And then we move on to the next scene. And the talking through the case is about 10 pages per conversation about the case. And they had to figure out how to get that down to two minutes per scene. Yeah. And I'm sure it wasn't easy. You know, because it's good dialogue and it's well you know, like it's well written, but that's like most of the job of the screenwriter because the plot's all there. It's a really good plot and they do the plot beat for beat. You know, they just add in a couple of action scenes. Okay,
1: now here's something interesting. All of Lee Child's books have been... Optioned? Optioned.
2: Yeah, that's not a surprise.
1: And I'm wondering if they're all optioned by Tom Cruise's company. Company. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. And that means that um we know there's gonna be a second season. Yep. But that also means that and they did such a good job with this.
0: Oh
2: yeah.
1: You know, so they've I mean they got good writers. And we're getting another Mission Impossible,
2: by the way.
0: I know, two more. Woo! I know, I'm very excited. <laughs> I saw the trailer for the next Mission Impossible. I'm like, oh, that's the best trailer I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> wow. Ask us if we're Tom Cruise fans. Yeah, we're the biggest Tom Cruise fans, but that's that's for another podcast. Uh Yeah. Anyway. Uh,
1: but Richard was was fine. The books, but this this book that I'm reading night school, right? Yeah. It it is it's post nine eleven, but it's set pre nine yeah. eleven.
0: Well the problem is okay, so I, I gotta ask you a question. How far are you into night school? Well, I'm about halfway through it. Okay. So you don't know what the guy has stolen yet? No. Okay, here's the problem. And this is a problem that only I and other people who play video games, uh, have. And I'm not gonna, I mean, you have, you're not familiar with this video game. But here's the thing. In the, uh, in the game Metal Gear Solid 3, which is, you know, about the 1960s and about the Cold War, which is, Night School's about the aftermath of the Cold War. Uh, and, you know, what happened to Germany and blah, 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 right? Um, so, the the central plot element at MacGuffin, if you will, of Night School is a key part of Metal Gear Solid 3. <laughs> so the minute, like, the key word that uh, is supposed to be the clue later on to what it is was came up in the book, I knew exactly what the book was about because <laughs> I had already played Metal Gear Solid. Well, I haven't played... No, I you do don't know. If you're Gear familiar Solid, with Metal Gear But Soldier, I haven't so, played yeah. it, You haven't no. played Metal Gear Solid 3, so... Yeah, no, no, you have no idea what's coming. And I think that's pretty fun. And we'll talk about it after you've seen, uh, after you've, uh,
2: read the book. Because I'm
0: sort of
1: sitting here going, It's a good
0: book. I like Night School a lot. And, but how do you adapt? I don't know that you can. Yeah. Because, Um, like, we'll talk about, we
1: can talk about that. We'll off, off, off camera, off off, off,
0: off mic, we'll talk about, you know, where we see them going next. Well, we'll talk here. But you can't do, you can't do Tripwire the same way either. No. You can't do tripwire because it's about post Vietnam stuff. And it's like you, in in the in nineteen ninety five, you can have a villain who's a Vietnam vet. You can't do that in twenty twenty two. The man's eighty years old. Yeah. The man would have to be eighty instead of fifty. And so suddenly you don't have the same vibe from the book in any way the story any way, shape, or form. Like Okay. Well, here's 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 the situation, yeah. okay? Here's the situation. We can
1: always go back and do Reacher the early years. Yes.
0: We can sledgehammer it. But it wouldn't even be the early years. That's the problem. Like, this stuff is, this stuff is like so much of those early books are so completely 90s.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and this Jack Reacher was a child in the 90s. You know, this Jack Reacher's 34 in the year 2022. I'll let you do the math if you want. He was born in eighty eight. I didn't let you do the math. I did the math for you. You know this Jack Reacher was born in nineteen eighty eight. So it's like there's just no way for him to have had these nineties adventures, and there's such nineties books. Okay,
1: but but then what happens, right? Yeah. Then what happens? It's going to be uh, that's like I hadn't hadn't thought about. I hadn't thought about that part of it. Okay. Because some books can be adapted, others they'll have to do what what gets done so often is adapting them to things like Afghanistan. Exactly. You know, they have to do a major, major rewrite. But Tom Cruise has got the money, and the yeah, and you know, I'm sure the
0: production of this would be happy to make those changes.
1: Yeah, and I think Lee Child would understand oh, completely. that completely. It would make it more. It makes it more difficult for us in terms of comparing the book and the adaptations.
0: Uh, well, it'll. I'm sure it'll make it even more fun.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We'll I'm sure we'll we enjoy
0: it even more than we already are.
1: Yeah, and then people should go back and read those books oh, because totally. they're well worth reading. They're easy to read, and they don't have any of the massive flaws that Patterson has.
0: <sighs> James Patterson's just not a great writer. <laughs> like he is the well, he's, ultimate potboiler writer. Yeah. But he just doesn't. He's not great.
1: Well, he's the he's the Joan Collins. of,
0: <laughs> yeah, the, of the the detective thriller. Yeah. yeah,
1: it is. He's yeah, it is. I, That's a really good uh, description
0: of James Patterson. I'd never thought oh, of yeah. that. That's a fantastic yeah. description of James Patterson's whole yeah. vibe.
1: And if you don't know who Joan Collins is, just go yeah, go Google that and Google. find
0: out a
2: lot about yeah. the eighties.
1: Oh, go read Valley of the Dolls. Back about back. the seventies, yeah, um, oh,
2: absolutely, so
1: you know where everybody, well, I can oh, the
2: late sixties, oh yeah, where everybodys a long sitting, time,
1: yeah, was sitting there and trying to figure out who she was, who she was really writing
0: about, yep, anyway, um, lots of these, Hollywood gossip hidden in those books hidden in those books and i can remember because i was working at the hospital in
1: the operating room and when we would be sitting eating our lunch right
0: we'd be talking and we're about the we <laughs> were
1: all reading valley of the dolls right um and <laughs> i'm trying to figure out just who she was talking about oh
0: that's so great
1: yeah but yeah when yeah. i was going when i was what was i going to say patterson have i ever talked on this podcast about why i don't read james patterson no oh okay because I do, Please. because my sister loves Patterson and the rest of it, and I, I won't, I won't touch it.
2: Yeah.
1: So, uh, first of all, you, who, who knew that his hero was black? He was an African American.
2: I know. If like you read
1: yeah, his
0: books, you would never know it from the way he was treated rest. by anyone ever. Yeah. Number one. Okay, but that wasn't the reason. No. But uh, the you ridicule. would like. When I found out Alex Cross was black, I'm like, oh, really? That sure really? as hell <laughs> didn't come up in any of the books I read. No. Hey, remember the the one about the spider, where Morgan, the Morgan spider Freeman. where Morgan Freeman played him. Played him, right? And kissed the girls. I'm going, oh, what an innovative casting choice. choice. <laughs> and then you go and you look at the book and you're like, oh, that character's supposed to be black. Wow, James Patterson has <laughs> no idea how the world works.
1: <laughs> I mean, I was just sitting there. Yes, I thought it was a, a brilliant casting choice. <laughs> Never yep. mind. That tells you something about the books. But the problem is that in every single book, his wife dies.
0: Or his girlfriend. And in or...
1: every single book, there's the replacement.
2: Yep.
1: <laughs> right? By the end of it, there's some caring woman who is going to be re- replacing the mother the new wife. the yeah. And his children, whose mother dies. At the end of every book, yeah.
0: and then they they're, they're just fine, shooting,
1: and those children are just fine,
0: yep, there's yep.
1: nothing wrong with them whatsoever <laughs> I just like I can't, I can't do this and after about four I did
0: after seeing it four times, you're like, you know
1: what that's enough for me, That's enough, I don't and it was when I stopped also reading detective uh, Lindley books, um Elizabeth, whatever her name,
0: they pulled the same thing.
1: Uh, because what she did was, um, he had finally gotten married. Yeah. To this, this woman who he should have married like 10 books earlier, but he was, he's this kind of guy, right? Right. They finally get married and she's having a baby. And there, there's book, there's this book called What Happened Before She Died. Mm. I read the first four pages. And I said, I nope. am not reading this book. I have had it and I am not going to read this book through because I know exactly what's going to, what's going to happen. Uh, well, she was already dead. She'd right. been shot. Right. And so it's the story about the, the guy, the kid who killed her
2: right. and the right.
1: baby. Of course, the baby doesn't survive either. Jesus. And I just went, no, not, not doing this now. And so I have never read one of her books since yeah i and I refuse to watch the t v show um and but apparently, what has happened is that the t v show um the
2: fans, yeah,
1: have fallen madly in love with Barbara, who is his sergeant, and they want them to get married,
0: oh my God, and right? so they put that it's, into the books.
1: So uh, Elizabeth, what the hell her name is? I don't.
0: Know. Not important what her name is for the point yeah, of This so- is the purpose a, of this story. This
1: is now for the purposes of this. But I just went, and she did a brilliant job uh, with this violinist. Yeah. Uh, one, and that's the last one before. But uh, you know, I just went. Nope. No, I can't. I can't. You know, and it's. And she clearly, the funny thing is, is that people assume she's British and she's not. She's an American. Oh, she's just but writing
0: she about British
2: crime.
1: Well, well, I think she went to some workshop in Britain. Right. Right? And I think that that started it. It's funny, you know. I mean, you just, you can't sometimes, not everybody is an Agatha Christie who, you know, brings... The curtain down on Hercule.
2: Yeah. Well, perfectly,
1: you know, Um and, you know, you can do those kinds of things sometimes. But when you've got you, you've been going one way and all of a sudden you have to do something horrible to your characters. Yeah. Uh, but I'd already had problems with, with, Luna because a couple of times. He'd had these, these other relationships and somebody always sort of dies or whatever. So it wasn't the first time, but it wasn't, it wasn't as extreme as this. And then this was the one that I just went. (laughs) That's it. I'm checking out. And I mean, and these, this is, these are books where I sometimes pick them up in hardcover. Wow. When they first came out rather than take them out of the library.
0: That's a big deal. Yeah. Well, no. And I mean, and the thing is, I have never had that, that kind of response to a Reacher novel no like, you know i never. just yeah never ever ever it's oh, it's always a consistently just a good ride you know
1: yeah even when he goes back to his hometown yeah well it's not his hometown yes. it's his grandparents yeah like and he's finding out a little bit more about his his own heritage, his, history. his the history of his family yeah. right and he gets caught up Accidentally, in this horror show. Well, he always does. He always does. That right? is the nature
0: he, of being just... Jack Reacher. Is whatever town yeah. you go to, there's going to be a conspiracy going on.
1: If there's if there's trouble, it will find exactly. You. He doesn't go well, looking
0: already, for trouble. But... He just always finds it.
1: Well, here's the thing. sometimes
0: he does go looking for trouble.
2: I was about well, to say, like, well, that's not really accurate. Sometimes he does go looking for trouble.
1: Yeah, but not often. No, but sometimes. But the problem with Jack Reacher. Is that he sees too much little things that nobody else will pick up on. Yeah. And once he picks up on something, he has to follow it through. Right. And that there's where you go into this little bit of autis- autism yeah, stuff. Yeah, because right? stuff
0: will bother him. Bother him. He, he bother can't him, let bother it
1: him. go until it's resolved. Well, as he, and he says,
0: as they uses his catchphrase, details matter.
1: Yeah. And it's, it is constant. He just, it's the little things, they, they bug him and he has to solve the problem. And that brings up, brings him into trouble. Whereas other people would never see it or would say it was just a quirk or something Mm -hmm. and would let it go. And Jack won't let something go once it has. Once it has gotten that,
0: that attention. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he knows that other people are wrong about things. Yeah. He's, he's the, he's the original I told you
0: so. Guy. Yes. Uh, he does. He always back. says, I told you so.
1: Oh,
0: I told you. So
2: inseparable.
0: He, it's wonderful.
1: Yes. As he does in night school. Hey, I'm batting a hundred. I know. I, he says, not been wrong yet. Have I? Yep. Well, no, you can't do that. Haven't been wrong yet. Have I? Yep. No, that can't be true.
0: Yes, it is. Oh, my it. God. Night school. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking. We'll talk about night school after you're done night school. Because I, I just, yeah. I keep wanting to say stuff about night school. But you're not done it yet, so I can't. Yeah, and I don't, I don't really remember. Maybe I missed it. Maybe you missed it. It can happen. But yeah, like. No. You know? And now to get back to killing Floor. It's, <laughs> it's well, no, to I mean, it's because uh, there's less to talk about in the adaptation than we thought there would be. I mean, the yeah. biggest change is they have. They have added a bunch of the town stuff because the town uh, in the book, there's this whole thing where it's like a Potemkin village where there's not even really a city. It's just yeah. a bunch of, like nobody shops at the businesses. Nobody actually does anything. It's just this fake town so that this counterfeiting operation can have some place to pretend to operate out of without anyone noticing. Whereas in the show, they don't want to have to like get into the details of how that would actually work. So in the show, there is a tent. Like, there is a town, and there's a town meeting, and there are people who are worried about all the crime in the town and all that. And we never really meet those people, but we meet the mayor, and we do the town meeting, and we do all this stuff, right? That's just not there in the book. And yeah. likewise, they get all this stuff where they, you know, go to visit Kleiner a bunch of times, and Kleiner's like, I'm just running a normal corporation, and that's all new for the show, uh, you know, to, to make it seem like a tradi- more traditional investigation. Yeah. Right. There's a lot more time. Like, they, in the book, they aren't, they aren't able to, um, dismiss the, ch- the new chief, the mayor's idea of investigating, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, like, oh, it must be an escaped convict who the, the chief put away. And so we need you focused on that. Like, in the book, Finley's not able to dodge as, e- quite as easily as he is in the show, dodge yeah. oversight. So there's more of that stuff and more of them having to do their uh investigation on the down low. That's just not in the book. And so, yeah, like no. a, a, the things that I think make it really separated is it's a more complicated investigation to do in the book. It's the same investigation that happens at the same pace. It's just harder for them to do. And I'll yeah. say it again. um I think they botched it. Like, I love Curry Graham, but I understand why they thought Curry Graham wouldn't work as the quote unquote final boss. Uh, but the, the version of him, the guy who, you know, murdered his wife and is tormenting his new wife and has a psychopath for a son. And it's like, you read the book and you're like, oh, so this is like 90s Sam Elliott he's picturing, you know? <laughs> Like, that version of the character is a more impressive villain than what we get in the show. I love Curry Graham, but it doesn't speak to how effective he is as a villain that he gets killed halfway through the show by his son and nobody notices or cares. You know? Yeah, that, no, that,
1: that, okay, I mean, now we're
0: talking about flaws. You already brought this up. When we were talking about the show, yeah.
2: I mean, and but I it's, it's worth mentioning that,
1: here I, when you're reading the book. I, yeah. Yeah, and when you're reading the book, the villain is the villain. As I said, it needed uh, it needed ten episodes.
0: Yeah, you needed to give because they've cut the what his wife entirely from the show. She's not yeah, in the show. Are, yeah, and he's not there at the end. Exactly, because they've had to shift
1: that whole the whole because in the book, of course, he's still alive at the end. Yeah, well, then and the it. son
0: got killed at the the accountant's right. house. The son, and right. that's why they added the cousin character to the show. So there's somebody of note could get killed at the accountant's house. Cause in the book, there's no cousin character. There's just the son who gets killed at the accountant's house. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's all, it's much tighter in the book and he's a more impressive villain than we get out of the show. And that, I think that's like the one real issue. And we talked about when we were talking about the show, how, what, what singles out why like the best adaptation to date is (coughs) Reacher right? And it's still the best adaptation. We still love the show, but I mean, we're not going to lie and say Reacher isn't the best adaptation, is because it has such a good villain.
1: Oh, there's nothing like Werner Herzog. Because
0: Werner Herzog is so incredible. Oh, you know. He's he's a more of a villain than he was in the book. Exactly. Oh, and the villain, it's just this passable, <laughs> so like, this character is like, okay, well, I guess he's there, but he, just, he, doesn't, he doesn't really stick with you. But you'll never forget Werner Herzog in that movie. Oh, oh my. Good God. Yeah, the man has three scenes, and that's all he needs. And your stomach just turns. This is not a man you ever want to meet. And the thing is, and it's like even the sniper in the movie is a better villain than, like, the rest of the goons. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like the movie does so great with villains, and that is the one thing the show needs to do in the second season. Is they need to do better with villains. Have they announced what book they're doing? Yeah, bad luck and trouble. Okay. So I don't remember the plot of bad luck and trouble.
1: No, neither do I. And I was hoping I, I picked it up on my Kindle. Okay. Because, uh, so I thought I would, but I'm going to read some other things, but it's May 2007. Oh, so it's a much later book. It's a much later book, but that, that brings, you know, that means the bringing up of Neely, but I, yeah. I just can't. I you can't tell in the first chapter what's going to go on, and they don't have they've got a cover, but they don't have the blurb. Ah, okay.
0: Well, we'll talk about blurb. it. You know what? I'll get it too, and then we'll talk about okay. it, and we'll see where how they think they're going to. We'll probably spoiler alert. We're probably going to do an episode where we talk about how we think they're going to adapt uh, Bad Luck and Trouble, because what I want okay. them to do badly, because it has <laughs> a couple of good villains and like such a tense situation, is I want them to do sixty one hours. But I don't know that you can span, that you can stretch 61 hours into eight episodes. You know? Yeah, that's a movie. It's a movie. It's not a show. But if like, if they did two stories in one season, right, you could do 61 hours and then you could do, God, what's the one where the woman is kidnapped and it's the guy who runs the mercenary company whose wife has been kidnapped and Jack Reacher just stumbles into it? Oh, don't ask me. Okay, well, whatever that one is called. Like, if you split the season into two halves, and the first half of the season was 61 hours, and the second half of the season was the kidnapping one, because I don't know that you can get eight episodes out of that either, Mm -hmm. I I would love it if they did something like that. Uh, What's the other... Awesome.
1: Yeah, well, and, and then the question is whether... You see, here's the thing, because remember when we first talked about Reacher? Yeah. And I don't know if we talked about it anywhere. Um But between us, we talked about yeah. Reacher, is that I can believe, and it is a shock, that because when you think about Jack Reacher and Alan Richson physically
0: fits
2: the description so of Jack Reacher. Yeah.
0: Okay? Tom Cruise, just the opposite. Quite 100% the opposite.
2: Could he not quotes, look less like Reacher.
1: Yeah. But in that movie... He pulls it because off. Because he's the world's he, best he, actor. Yeah. He and not that everybody agrees with us on that. Yeah, they're wrong though. Yes, of course they're wrong. They're wrong.
0: They ha, or they haven't seen Magnolia.
1: They oh my they're,
2: god. They're, this, Did I
1: I showed somebody I showed some tried to show somebody um that that whole section in Magnolia.
0: That where he's doing the speech? Or yeah. the scene the scene where he's doing the speech or the scene where he's being interviewed?
1: Oh God. Either one. <laughs> I and, know, but they're, they're both perfect. But the, but doing the speech. Oh my God. You know, it's just like, oh my God. This is, this is nothing. This is this a
0: master class because it's like, you have the text of this horrible misogynistic speech he's given. Yeah. And then you have this whole other level of self hatred that is completely yeah. clear in his performance. While he's performing for the other characters, it's, inc- it's incredible.
1: It's an it's an incredible how he manages to do that. Yeah. There's two but, entire
0: performances happening at the same time.
1: Yeah, and it is uh, it is
2: yeah.
0: A yeah tour de force. It is
1: that, yeah. that's all I can say. And I don't you know we say that about the odd movie, the odd uh, I saw the devil. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's it's not odd.
0: And you can say it's overwritten, and you can say it's overstuffed, and you can say the movie too is, is too long. Magnolia. But at the same time, you can't cut a fraction of a second out of Tom Cruise's screen time in that
2: movie.
1: Well, I hate to tell you about Magnolia is that I still, like, I, I can understand the complaints and the room, but I'm sitting there What going, would you cut? I know. What are you going to cut? Like, I can't figure out what to cut. Philip Seymour Hoffman. I know. No. Right?
0: You can't. The Philip Seymour Hall story no. is vitally important. You can't cut John C. Riley and Alora no. Harden, right? So, Melora Harden. So, what are you going to do? Amanda cut?
1: Plummer? How can you cut Amanda? It's not Plummer? Amanda
0: Plummer. It's Malora Harden. Okay. Well, when you watch it, yeah. right? At the beginning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, I keep thinking it's Amanda. Oh, no, they Plummer. look almost identical and they're playing, she's playing a very Amanda Plummer kind of part. So, I totally
2: understand yeah. why you think it's her. Okay.
1: Anyway, um, but what happens, right? So, but always at the beginning of each of these characters. Well, and then Macy, Bill Macy, yep.
0: Bill Macy. How Good are you
1: gonna? Team. How are you gonna cut it? But when you watch the beginning and it's so slow, and you wonder where this is gonna go, and then, but once you get to the end, it all fits together perfectly. Everything fits together, which is the whole point of the opening sequence, yes. right? And and then you go, okay, yes, it's really long. And yes it's but I can't figure out how else you would edit this. Yeah. there there's nothing you can cut. No. Even no. what's her faces what's her faces uh you know Jason Roberts is Yeah.
0: Oh no, absolutely. Julie, Julie. not Julian more. Julian world, yeah. you, yeah. like you just can't it yeah. all That's Jason Murbart's wife i know but no it's it's amazing and they did actually cut half an hour no 20 some minutes out of the movie and they did it so well you'd never notice because yeah. the the kid the son who screws yeah. up at the um the, 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 the game show the, right who has the game the show jeopardy meltdown for kids. yeah the jeopardy, jeopardy for, kids for kids meltdown kids. right what do kids know is the name of the show he runs off and he runs away and he runs into the young kid that John C. Riley meets. Oh, really? And yeah. his dad, which was played by Orlando Jones, and yeah. they recognize him from tel- television and they try to rob him. And he's like, My dad has already lost all of our money. Like, I don't have any money from the show. And so they do this whole thing and then they let him go, right? And then the kid. Makes his dad let him go, and that's when he ends up like, uh, coming back to his son. His, like, when he sees how Orlando Jones is with his son, because remember, Orlando Jones killed the guy at the start, the abusive, yes. uh, husband of his mother, right? At the start. And we never, the worm is what they call the character. Uh, and we never get any closure on that. And so he, he sees how this guy is with his son, and that's why you get the, him going to home to see his dad and saying, you need to be better to me. And yeah. his son, and this is the key part, <laughs> when they're speeding off, the son throws the stolen gun out of the car window, right? While his dad, uh, Orlando Jones, is distracted. And that's why John C. Riley's gun lands at his feet when he's just, you know, there during the frog downpouring.
1: Aha! Uh-huh. So yeah,
0: 20 minutes has been cut from the film. And you don't notice it. But that was no. the only thing they could cut without completely tearing apart the whole movie. Oh yeah,
1: no, the movie is—it's just—and as I said, as you're watching it, the first time, yeah, there, there's the, the the first time you you're kind of—it's compelling. Yeah, you have to watch it. Oh,
2: totally, because
1: you want to know how it ends. But there are times where you're going, "Oh well, how's this
2: going to Why <laughs> yeah. are we here? Right? Yep,
1: and." It, and it is literally a case of a little bit, a little bit. Oh, yeah, okay, I see where that's going to go. I see where that fits, right? Yeah. And I am so glad,
0: my. Um, you know, I mean, it. Yeah, it was, but it, no, it's that, a masterpiece. And so the thing is, we we love we love Tom Cruise. We love the movie Reacher. We don't think anything that they've done on the show is better than the movie Reacher. But I will say the one thing that makes me really excited about them having done the movie Reacher now doing this show. Another favorite, because the book One Shot is not a great book, but it is an incredible movie because a great writer, director came in and completely
2: rewrote it. It's just yeah. not a very good book. It's a great movie. A much better book is the book Personal.
0: And that's the one where there's this sniper out there who who Jack Reacher put in jail 15 years ago. Yes, remember that? It's And it's the one where Jack Reacher yeah. goes to London. And it, he'll probably have to go to Canada instead in the in the TV show. But the thing is, because it's also about a cipher, they were never going to make a Tom Cruise version of personal because people are going to say it's the same thing. But because the movie's out there and there's no way the show is going to try to do one shot, that means the show kind of has to do personal. And because yeah. it might be my favorite Jack Reacher book, they've kind of guaranteed like the movie being out there means that the show is going to have to do personal at some point. And I love that book.
1: You know what? You know, it's funny. There are some books the minute you brought that up that I can, I do remember parts of. Yeah. And, and, uh, but it's always hard to go. Okay. Which book is that? Yeah, I know.
2: I know. I know. It's
0: terrible. Uh, sometimes, but you know, yeah, personal um, is a personal, great option. Uh, yeah. Especially because when you're doing the show, like the key and I'm not gonna spoil personal if, if you read it, right? Oh. I'm no, I'm not if you haven't read it, I'm not gonna spoil it. I have. I'm talking to the audience here first. Yes. Uh but no, like the thing about Jack Reacher books is Lee Child doesn't plan ahead. I mean he did with the woman in Never Go Back. Uh like she, yes. she gets mentioned earlier, and that's like the one time he really planned ahead. And I and he did a great job. But like, there's stuff that happens in personal that isn't really set up. But the genius of doing this show is, if you know you're doing personal in season four, you can set personal up in seasons yeah. two and three.
1: It it is it is fast. Some of it is fascinating. Like Lee Child just wanted to have. He didn't want to have continuity issues. No. I swear to God, <laughs> you know. And, uh, and basically for the most part, he doesn't.
0: Yeah. And, uh, that is something we're going to talk about. We might end up reading all the Jack Reacher books and talking about them here. <laughs> like, that wouldn't surprise yeah, well, me.
1: Well, you know, getting the earlier ones,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, is, uh, like at the library, they eventually. Yeah, and- we're just
0: going to have to kindle them. Uh, and we'll
2: just, yeah. and, you
0: know, we can read them in order and that'd be fun. So I can move on to, uh, Die Trying next, which I've never read. I went right to Tripwire. So. I'd be interested. Yeah. I didn't realize I had missed a book when I was reading Tripwire. Yeah. So, uh, Tripwire is a good book, but again, yeah. hard to do as a show. So yeah, uh, I guess our final statement is it's really amazing how faithful the show was to the book. And the impressive part is that unlike many, you know, many adaptations you can think of, being faithful didn't hurt the show at all. No. And that's something that's super rare and it impresses
2: me even more. Yeah.
1: No, I it's it was um Yeah I almost think it's one of the best adaptations of a book
0: you're gonna see that I have ever seen. Yeah, because it's so close and it tweaks yeah. what needed to be tweaked, but it doesn't yeah. do any more than that. Like it's very It doesn't impressive.
1: do any damage to the story. Yeah. If you, it just fills out it
0: back, reading the book backfills some of the, the, the motivation it, stuff and Jack Reacher's yeah. why Jack Reacher said this at this moment.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, it is interesting because that you could just say, okay. So if you want to backfill, just
0: go and read the book, yeah. but you don't, need you to don't, need, and that it's how rare is it that we get to say, yeah, you don't really need to read the book after you watch the show. No, especially since, you, you know, know,
2: we're about to talk about, uh, <laughs> Angel of Darkness next. Have you finished? Of it course, that's why I said that. We're doing that next week. I finished reading Angel of Darkness last
0: week. And, uh oh boy, uh, that is going to be a conversation. Now you understand. Uh, now I now completely understand your reaction to the TV show Angel of Darkness, which shares a title with the book. <laughs> It definitely has a similar title. <laughs> oh my and god. And the names of the
1: characters And the names
0: of the some of the characters, yes. Yeah. Oh my
2: god. That shares wow. the names of some of the characters.
0: Yeah, and the biggest tragedy, and we'll talk about this there, but it's like the the kicker that you know uh, that uh, the tragedy is that they didn't adapt a book, cuz it's such a friggin' good book. The book is brilliant it's so incredible anyway we'll talk if about gonna, that, hey, that look forward to next week we're talking about angel of darkness uh but for now <laughs> thanks as always That'll for listening under- if yes. you have any questions if you have any comments if there's any profiling related fiction you think we should check out drop us a line at profiling criminal gmail at com. we would love <laughs> to hear from you uh we are going to be oh yes if you're listening on an app or podcatcher uh, be sure to rate and review it. That's how people get recommended the show. We will see you back here next week for Angel of Darkness. But until then, I'm going to say that's right. Au revoir. And have a good week. Profiling Criminal Minds is a member of the Kinks Podcasting Network.